Well, thank you. I mean, it was, it was, it was a while ago. Um, you know, it was, it was in high school. Right. It was kind of, it was kind of right. like. But that's still helpful, right? Like, yeah. It's still nice to hear when you think, oh, people find me attractive when I thought I wasn't attractive. So that's really great. That's really great that you were able to share that. Because I feel like a lot of people don't share mm-hmm. positive things. So it's, so it's nice, especially in high school when I know a lot of people have a hard time sharing those kind of things. Absolutely. Um. So when it comes to, when it comes to your inspiration and when you choose, you know what, I want to do this today. I want to do that today. I want to try this out. Where does your inspiration come from? Literally everywhere, anywhere. I, from a museum, from a movie, from a comic book, anywhere. Um, I, I can be walking out on a street and see a sign and just be like, ah, that looks cool. I want to recreate that on my face. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just, it, 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 it can strike anywhere, the desire to recreate something. Um, so I, I can't really pinpoint it into one thing. I, I literally could say everywhere, anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's a food, it's a food uh, which I have drawn fried chicken on myself before because I was craving fried chicken. And so it's just like, all right, cool. Well, today, guys, we're going we're gonna to draw fried chicken. And, um, on, on myself and that, that was a look. Um, so yeah, it, it's literally anything, anything and everything. I will not shy away from, from doing something weird and random. Well, that's pretty, I mean, fried chicken, that's definitely, you know, definitely interesting. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, I yeah. actually, I actually don't like fried chicken. Really? Yes. Really? Oh my gosh. I actually, I actually really, really, really do. I grew up with it. Actually, that's something that people ask me a lot. They ask me, because I use focusing makeup and vegan makeup, they ask me if I'm actually vegan, uh, which I am not. I unfortunately cannot be vegan, um, especially currently, but I, I do I do try to limit my meat intake. But fried chicken is the thing that I just have a really hard time not eating. <laughs> like, it is the one thing that I will just, I will always choose it over vegetables. And mm-hmm. I'm sad about that, but it's just my thing. <laughs> wow, I, I've I've never. I actually tried going vegan. Um, I actually tried going vegan, and it was it was a lot easier for me because I already wasn't a mm-hmm. big fan of meat. But mm-hmm. the hardest mm-hmm. part for me was cheese. Uh, that was hard. Yeah, for, that was like, oh man, like I I I I could do it. But I just cheese was just like I I have to have it, and I I eventually worked my uh, worked away from it, but I never uh, I never got over that um, craving. Yeah, I, it's really hard because we get addicted to cheese. Yeah, um, I, I was actually vegan for almost five years, and I had okay. to stop it for health reasons. Um, but yeah, it was it, it, it it's really hard to quit cheese. I completely understand. I had to quit it because I'm lactose intolerant, so Same. I had to. But yeah, I understand that. Oh my gosh, cheese is so good. I will I will admit that. Um. So, next question: How long How long does your process take? Because I've I've looked at your work and I'm like, that's gotta be at least a couple hours. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it depends. It depends on what what I'm doing. So if I'm doing um, a full torso look, that could 
depending on the character and how complicated it is, it can take me between five to ten hours. Oh, my God. And there, it's elongated, um, too, because I only do my, my torso paint. Um, I only do those with makeup, yeah. which makes it harder because I don't use body paint. So um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot more steps with it. Yeah. But it's also, um, I stream it all. I stream it live on Twitch. So I'm always interacting with people who are watching my stream. And doing that means that I stop painting and I will just talk to everybody. So I get distracted very, very, very quickly, very easily. So it will elongate the process. Um, I'm going to start experimenting to see how long it takes me without talking to people, doing looks. But yeah, it, it can go from five to ten hours. I think my longest paint that I've ever done um, was close to 12 hours. And I was pretty wow. exhausted after that. Yeah, I mean, because I'm trying... What I'm trying to figure out is, like, first, my arms would get tired, and then it's like, mm-hmm. you know, what, like, what kind of lighting do you need? Because you have to be able to actually see, you know, and just know what, you know, just know that the look that you're actually giving on your torso. So, mm-hmm. how do you, like, how do you do your torso? Like, do you have to just stand in a mirror? Like, what is what is the process? Um, I, well, I light myself with a ring light and I have additional LED lights around me when I stream. Okay. Um, I usually have, depending again on what I'm painting, I have a reference photo and I, or photos, I'll usually have a lot. Um, yeah, so I'll have that pulled up on the screen and I will have a mirror pulled up and I will just copy, well, not exactly, but copy what I see and apply it on my body. So that's, mm-hmm. that's I guess that's just the best way for me to put it is that I just look at a picture, um, especially if it's like a character, like, uh, for example, uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, I, I would have several pictures of Harley Quinn in the same outfit in different positions. And then I will start looking like, oh, uh, does she have this thing on her arm? Okay, that line is right there on her arm. I'll mm-hmm. place that kind of around where I think it would be on my arm and then go do that. Yeah. All over. That's the simplest way I could put it. (laughs) It sounds like, it sounds like you'd have to be ambidextrous to do this. Um, I'm right-handed and it's really hard to paint my, with my left hand. It's so hard. I hate it so much. It's so painful. I don't like it. (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, Again, again, this is from coming from someone who doesn't really have an eye for art, but I think I think you do a great job, and I I don't notice a drop in quality from one side of your body to the other. So I mean, I wouldn't. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I mean, it looks it, it it amazes me. Like I I've never I remember the first time I tried painting in kindergarten. I was I don't even. I painted something, I didn't even, we were supposed to paint, um, because our, our mascot was, uh, the Grizzlies, and Mm -hmm. we had to paint a, you know, a Grizzly, and it was like the first, Mm -hmm. second week of school, and I remember I did it, and my friend looked at me, and he said, what is that, and I said, I don't even know, (laughs) like, I just... Like, I just, like, I can, it's like I can visualize what 
when it comes to art, I can visualize what I want, uh-huh. but I can't put it on the canvas. I can't put it on the paper. I can't get it from my brain and tell my hand that exactly is, what to do. That is everybody's struggle. I will, uh, I will also say that is my struggle. I can see something in my head and it doesn't come out the way I want it to, ever, ever. And uh, that takes practice. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just practice. It really is. Because it's a practice between your eye, your hand and eye coordination, um, and just shapes and how you perceive lighting and all of that. It's every, it's just practice. That's all. Because I, I bet you, I bet you, if you really try and you really want to, I know you say you don't have it in you, but I, I can 100% say, 100% say that you can because it's a skill. It's an achieved skill because I am not the best at illustrating. I'm not the best at art either, um, but I have been practicing, and that's the only way I'm able to achieve the things that I'm able to is because I practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely not as talented or as skilled as some of my peers, but that never stops me because you know, it's something that I'm passionate about and that I just keep trying to develop. So how long, you know, if... Say off the camera versus on the camera. If you're if you're just practicing, you know, mm-hmm. do you kind of just focus on doing? Would you do like a run through and just be like, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm going to try to do it, and then do you do you stream doing it again, or is or oh. do you practice <laughs> as you stream? I, everything you see on stream is usually done the first time. It wow. is an experimentation process that we will go through together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am not afraid of being embarrassed on stream. I think I I think that's where I'm okay with it is that like everybody will see me at, and see me fail. And I think that's the beautiful part of live streaming is that it's not perfect. It's, I'm going to struggle and you're going to watch me struggle. And that's yeah. the beautiful thing about being human is that we always think, and especially social media, we think, oh, things are perfect. Everything's perfect. Like when you look at my Instagram, you see the end result, right? You see the end photo. It's been edited with lighting and whatnot. But when you're watching the live stream, you will watch me sit there for maybe 10 minutes on the line and be like, oh, I hate it. Let me erase it. Try again. Oh, my God, I'm not doing it properly. Do it again. It's never, I never practice it. Never, Mm -hmm. ever, ever. I want people to see me struggle. I want them to see me have a really hard time with something. And um, I'm not always happy with the end result, but what makes it great is that every time I do that, I get better because that in itself is a practice session. I think that's, I think that's really great. I think that's a tremendous quality to have because so many people are afraid of failure. And Mm -hmm. they don't want to be embarrassed and they're just so afraid of looking dumb or looking like a failure in the eyes of others that they will just stop altogether. I mean, fear is the number one killer of dreams. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think what you're saying is really good. And that's something that people should really, um, really try to build into themselves the ability to not be afraid to fail. So how did, how did you get, yeah. how did you, you know, build that into yourself? How did you come over that fear of, you know, looking like, you know, looking dumb? Yeah. <laughs> Just do 
doing it. I really hate saying that. I really do because I feel like people can't really understand it. It's not really an objective step, right? Like just yeah. do it. But it really is. It's, it's something where you're just going to have to suck it up and be like, all right, I may look like an idiot and I may look like I don't know what I'm doing, but the truth of the matter is I don't. I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not going to learn unless I try. And mm-hmm. if I fail, I have to look back and see, oh, how did I fail? Why did I fail? And then take that as a lesson instead of getting beat down and sad about it because that that's just going to not be helpful. That's not that's not going to help me succeed. What do I, I have to really remember, and I think people have to really remember, what do you want? What do you want in life? And mm-hmm. is it worth looking like a failure for? Yeah. Is it worth it? Do you care what other people think of you? Because if you do, and that's hindering you, you got to really ask yourself, why? Why does what, you know, my mom think of me matter? Or why does it matter what this random person on the internet thinks of me when I do this thing? Why does it matter to me? Yeah. And if I listen to them, how is it going to affect me in my dream? Absolutely. And if it matters so much, then why are you doing it? Why are you doing it for them and not for you? So yeah. it's just a lot of internal dialogue. And then just do it. <laughs> just, what it just get up, get off yeah. your butt, and just do it. <laughs> No, that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I mean, you have, I mean, you're right. You do just have to, you do just have to do it. Um, you know, I talked about, I talked to you about, you know, when I started this podcast that I, I literally just went out and did it. And I knew very little. I knew what I wanted to talk about. Um, but it's just like, there was, there was that nervousness, but I just, you, you're, you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. You just have to go out and do it. And you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Because I think, I think one thing that people tend to do is they do things for other people. Right. And that's right. Yeah. terribly dangerous. It really is. Yeah. Cause you're not doing it for yourself anymore. Yeah. Being a, I, being a people pleaser is just one of the, you know, I've, I've, I've known quite a few. And I, and I, you know, some of them I've gotten close enough to, to be able to tell them, but I'm just like, look, look, man, you can't, you can't please everyone. Everyone's not going to like you. Everyone's not going to like what you do. They're not, not everyone's going to like what you say. You can't just, you know, you can't just go with the wind because then you're you're just flip-flopping and you're doing, you're living your, you're living your one life that you get. For other people, and what a waste is that? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I agree. So you've done um, some modeling. What is what is that like?